ABC Dior. ABC Dior deciphers the symbols and secrets of the house of Dior. By illuminating key inspirations, discover this kingdom of dreams. Founded in 1947 by Christian Dior. Today, ABC Dior invites you to explore the letter S, which stands for superstition, a theme deeply rooted in the house's history. The star, the lily of the valley, the number eight and the four-leaf clover are just some of the talismanic elements that played a part in the founding couturier's collections, going on to become timeless Dior codes. This fascination can be traced to Christian Dior's adolescence. If he owed his initial interest in such beliefs to his maternal grandmother, a woman who took the prophecies of her Tarot de Marseille seriously, it was at the age of 14 that he began to truly pay heed to the importance of the signs that destiny was placing in his path. In 1919, Christian Dior attended a charity fair held for the benefit of soldiers who had fought in the First World War. Specially costumed for the occasion, he sold the paraphernalia of a palm reader, who in the evening offered to decipher his future from the lines on his hand. You will suffer poverty, but women are lucky for you, and through them you will achieve success. You will make a great deal of money out of them, and you will have to travel widely. With the immediate international impact of the new look, the fortune teller's prediction would prove to be unsettlingly true, cementing the couturier's belief in superstition. He would henceforth consult his clairvoyant on each important decision. Paris, April 18, 1946, and Christian Dior was strolling the streets of the capital in a state of hesitation. The next day, he was due to meet with Marcel Boussac, a powerful textile industrialist, who wanted him to take over the creative direction of a couture house he owned, named Philippe et Gaston. At the time, employed as a designer at Lucien Leland, Christian Dior knew the magnitude of his decision because, already, destiny seemed to have pointed the finger at Providence. It was a childhood friend, Georges Vigouroux, into whom he had bumped three times in a row in the streets of Paris, who was behind this appointment with Marcel Boussac. Three strokes of fate, the couturier would later note in his memoirs. Monsieur Dior, however, had another project in mind, to open his own house. And another celestial sign would convince him. As he proceeded up the Rue du Faubourg Saint-Honoré, his foot kicked an object, almost causing him to stumble. Bending down to pick it up, he found it was a metal star, fallen from a horse-drawn carriage. The couturier saw it as a sign, 
a guiding star indicating the path to take, encouraging him to trust his instincts. The following day, he announced to Marcel Boussac that he would not be taking over Philippe Gaston, but instead was ready to open a house under his own name. Greatly daring, I described the house of my dreams. It would be small and exclusive, with very few ateliers. Within them, the work would be done according to the highest traditions of haute couture. The clothes, which would give an impression of simplicity, would in fact involve elaborate workmanship and would be aimed at a clientele of really elegant women. The project piqued the interest of the businessman who made him an offer. Seized by sudden doubt, Christian Dior turned once again to Madame de la Haye, his clairvoyant. Her advice was clear. The couturier must absolutely accept Marcel Boussac's proposal. The die was cast, and eight months later, Maison Christian Dior was born. That star, a sacred amulet collected on that April 18, 1946, would never leave the couturier and would go on to inspire the house's various creative directors. Gianfranco Ferre referred to it when naming an autumn-winter 1990 haute couture trouser suit, Étoile du Soir. In 2013, it would be highlighted by the Dior Mystic Metallics makeup line, delicately embossed on powdered eyeshadows. For her first haute couture collection, in 2017, Maria Grazia Curie gave the names Étoile Filante and Constellation to evening dresses sumptuously embroidered with motifs in glowing gold threads. Today, the star discreetly adorns the soles of Dior shoes in tribute to this serendipitous omen. In addition to this symbol, other lucky charms have punctuated the house's history. Christian Dior, for whom everything was a sign and everything had a meaning, always kept close at hand a four-leaf clover, two hearts, a piece of wood and a gold coin. The sprig of lily of the valley that was sewn to his buttonhole would reappear on the floral hats of Marc Bohan a few years later. These lucky charms have regularly been celebrated in the jewels designed by Victoire de Castellan. Not to mention the charms spelling out Dior in metallic letters on the legendary Lady Dior, which artists around the world are invited to reinvent every year as part of the Dior Lady Art Project. But among all these precious emblems, there is one that would follow him from the beginnings of his couture house, the number eight. October 8th, 1946, was the date on which he founded Maison Christian Dior, before choosing as his address 30 Avenue Montaigne, located in Paris's 8th arrondissement. Five years later, behind the small Hôtel Particulier would rise a new building of eight floors. Eight atelier, which was paralleled by another building also of eight floors, as he noted in his memoirs. But while the number may have peppered the major stages of his life, it was also its graphic aspect, imbued with the idea of infinity, 
that the couturier found inspiring. For his spring-summer 1947 haute couture debut, he designed a line named Enrite, epitomized by a sharply defined and curving silhouette with accentuated hips, as it was described in the press release. This revolutionary and curvaceous style would enjoy unparalleled success, confirming for the couturier his belief in numerology. In the early 2000s, John Galliano revisited this magic number by printing a T-shirt with the words J'adore Dior 8, which would be reinvented as J'adore 8 for spring-summer 2017 ready-to-wear by Maria Grazia Curie. But one cannot mention Monsieur Dior's superstition without returning to the names he chose to attribute to his designs. Etoile, the French for star, became the name of an evening ensemble unveiled in the spring-summer 1948 haute couture show, while the celestial motif unfolded on the bonne étoile dress for spring-summer 1952. In the spring of 1954, Christian Dior dedicated a collection to his beloved Lily of the Valley with the young, fluid and simple Muguet line and two years later, entrusted the famous perfumer Edmund Rudnitska with the mission of translating the scent of this springtime bloom as Diorissimo. Introduced in 2018, the fragrance Lucky, an icon of La Collection Privée, represents another expression of it. This olfactory signature reflects the personality of Christian Dior who, before his fashion shows, had a sprig of the flower sewn into the hem of a dress or the lapel of a suit. In an allusion to the original prophecy which foretold success, travel and prosperity thanks to women, Christian Dior gave names with mystical accents to nearly a hundred designs, including Tour des Cartes and Carton Mancienne, unveiled as part of the spring-summer 1950 haute couture collection. As a universal emblem of luck, the four-leaf clover also occupied a special place among the couturier's talismans, giving its name, for example, to the Trèfle à quatre feuilles ensemble from spring-summer 1952. Reinterpreted by Marc Bohan, during the Miss Dior Spring-Summer 1973 collection, and then Maria Grazia Curie for Spring-Summer 27 Haute Couture, this botanical charm additionally inspires several of Cordelia de Castellan's Dior Maison creations. It graces the base of a mouth-blown glass carafe made in Italy, Limoges porcelain plates, and even gardening gloves in an acknowledgement to Monsieur Dior's passion for growing plants. Reviving the revelation given to the couturier in 1919, the astral theme remains a constant present in the house's various universes. Magnified by Victoire de Castellan, through a collection of 12 necklaces revisiting the zodiac signs in gold and mother of pearl, it also appears on silk twill scarves, as well as sneakers, sandals, cushions, and throws adorned with the opulent D constellation motif 
conceived by Roman artist Pietro Ruffo. For the 2022 holiday season, Pietro Ruffo was also inspired by the splendours of the night sky over the Chateau de la Colle Noire, the founding couturier's favourite home, for the realisation of an enchanting motif, conjuring up the Great Bear, Perseus and Cassiopeia to decorate the Christian Dior perfume art of gifting. The vocabulary of the tarot brought a sense of enchantment to the spring-summer 2017 looks designed by Maria Grazia Curie, with Arcana featuring on ethereal tulle skirts. In 2021, the creative director of the house's women's collections once again devoted her spring-summer haute couture collection to the divinatory arts, with creations embellished with esoteric motifs conceived by Pietro Ruffo and presented in the form of a dreamlike film by Matteo Garon. Alternately prophetic, life-saving, comforting, encouraging or enchanting, superstition exerted a major influence on Monsieur Dior's life. Characterized by a multitude of symbols, this magical aura continues to radiate from the lucky star that crowns the Dior name. <laughs>